But it's really great to have that support of leadership and colleagues like you as well to help learn and grow and work towards having uncomfortable conversations and turning them comfortable. Hello, I'm Danny, and this is Mayo Clinic Employee Experiences Podcast, where we build trust and belonging through the authentic storytelling of our Mayo Clinic staff. In this episode, you will hear from Emmett, a care management assistant, and Wendy, a development officer, share their experiences with equity, inclusion, and diversity, and how, with the support of their leaders, they take action in their work unit to promote belonging. My name is Emmett. I am been with Mayo for about eight months now. I started over in the Department of Nursing Case Management as a care management assistant. I am a non-binary trans person. I use they, he pronouns. And when I started, um, I got really into diversity work within the department upon my initial interview told them that DEI work is my passion and what I want to be doing. And I was told right away, that's what we need. My name is Wendy. I've worked at Mayo Clinic for 12 years. Currently, I am a fundraiser in the Department of Development, and I have voluntarily served uh, Equity Inclusion Diversity Council for the last year. And this year, I serve as our assistant chair. I think my pathway to that is somewhat unique in that for the last three years, I've co-chaired our social committee in the Department of Development. I think through that experience of leading lots of virtual activities and working with the team to create lots of fun activities. It really opened me up and brought me into this shell of virtual activities and helping to promote engagement and relationship building and stepping out of my comfort zone. When I started here, I got straight into networking. I reached out to our Office of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion to really get to know them. I got the green light from my leadership to start doing some DEI work. We really started with monthly celebrations and awareness emails to now I'm presenting um, on a monthly basis to the entire care management, little educationals, step-by-step definitions of what is diversity, equity, inclusion, to gender and pronouns. And I'm really hoping to just gather momentum with the whole department. I've really, really enjoyed that. And I've had a lot of support from leadership since the beginning with that. In our department, I'm on our Central One team, and there's about 10 of us with my supervisor and my colleagues, we've gotten together monthly for the last two years, and we have a conversation about equity, inclusion, and diversity topics. And I think these conversations, which have been voluntarily led, have really helped us to grow into a a better team. We all sign up to talk about something to just help us all to learn. All of those conversations have also helped me to where I'm at today, along with the everybody in conversations. I have prioritized those every Friday for the last two years. I love those conversations and our leadership very much supports those. We're trying to take whatever the Office of Equity, Inclusion and Diversity is doing and helping to push that out so we can foster growth and conversations in our department. And leadership is really excited and and glad to be a part of that. I'm in the LGBTQIA uh, plus merge at Mayo, and I am an officer. <laughs> 
that I walked into that a little early. (laughs) (laughs) I really got my foot in the door. I wanted that. That was the whole point. But it's been a really great learning experience because I've really been able to work with the Office of Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. The opportunities have been endless, as well as really great skill building. We have been working hard on getting our prides ready for this summer. This will be the first time that Mayo will be attending Twin Cities Pride, which is expected to have over half a million people attending. We're getting a lot of help from C-suite people. Community engagement has been a huge, a huge partner with us for that. Um, And we really appreciate that kind of sponsorship and that cooperation. That's awesome. I think that's important for us to talk about too, Emmett, is the transparency of how many groups or departments at Mayo Clinic you are communicating with to help share that message. We're all individuals here at Mayo Clinic and we all make up one Mayo, but it's important to communicate what we're doing to make the world a better place. One of the things that I think about as far as leadership that was impactful for me, last year I attended the RISE conference. The whole experience was awesome and I can't say enough good things about it, but I will share that one of the first presenters was a welcome from Dr. Ferruja. And for me, that made a difference that he specifically took the time to be there in Chicago. Also, there was a table. And for me, it was like the most famous people in the room. And they were the ones that work for the Office of Equity, Inclusion, and Diversity that have hosted the Everybody in Conversations. I don't follow a lot of movie stars, but I just remember thinking, wow, look at all the famous people down there, because that's my world of famous. They are superstars. I was given the opportunity to attend the Forum on Workplace Inclusion Conference. When I I set that application, I'm brand new here. They're not going to pay for this. There's no way. When my leadership came back and we're like, we want you to attend that. We want you to bring back what you learn and share it. I had other departments reaching out being like, can you share your experience? And I was kind of flabbergasted, to be honest with you, because I've never gotten this much positive reinforcement back from leadership, other departments, or even just the opportunity, the future of DEI that I'd love to see within my department. I feel like we've been creating building blocks of education. And now I have been wanting to start kind of getting into those harder conversations. I find that those harder conversations are much more uncomfortable, but when people have the language to talk about it, they thrive. I also told people, you've got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable especially in DEI spaces and education. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. Let's go learn and grow. I know a year and a half ago, there's no way I would have said to my supervisor, I want to serve as the um, vice chair of our EID council. I wasn't in a place at that time with that role. I'm growing into it yet. I've still got a lot to learn, but it's really great to have that support of leadership and colleagues like you as well to help learn and grow and work towards having uncomfortable conversations and turning them comfortable. Being willing to step up and lead, I'm going to learn while we do it together. It's the biggest thing you can do is you're taking that step forward to continue bettering yourself and others around you, which I always commend. Agree. And then I'll just kind of take it another way as well that I think the work that we are doing for our Mayo Clinic colleagues within this space and trying to make conversations more comfortable. It helps all of our patients as well. With all the initiatives that we're doing in research and education and our clinical care, I think we're all working towards making the world a better place. One patient at a time and one person at a time, I think, is 
is really where my heart is at with these conversations as well. Just the power of kindness and learning. I agree. I have a job that's patient facing and I also have a lot of coworkers that are patient facing. And I think it's interesting their approach to when I joined the department. It was a, a learning curve for some people, but I have seen and I've heard back from some really awesome patients that are like, my case manager came in and they were just so respectful of my pronouns. I love that because we had to have those conversations. We had to learn together. Seeing that growth from my coworkers is huge. I appreciate that. It was something that leadership helped me establish when I started, my welcome email was my name, my pronouns. I'm my, my first day, my supervisor sent me the uh, workplace transition and gender identity toolkit, which blew my mind because that is such a show of allyship. I've never experienced that before. I've experienced them being, you just sit down in the corner, do your job and go home, you know? And I'm like, it is such a breath of fresh air when you can come into a workspace and be yourself and leadership just starts with that. So I love it. I loved it. That is so inspiring to hear. Um, truly it is. It also kind of makes me want to cry a little bit just to know that there's somebody supporting you that much. I just really think there are people that are eager for more conversations and the foundation has been laid really well, I think, here at Mayo Clinic to say, I want to do more. I want to meet with others that are not like me, that have a different perspective, and it can help me learn and grow. I think a great part of that sponsorship is Mayo Employee Resource Groups. I always highly recommend joining something that looks interesting to you. It's a great way to get out, meet people, as well as make some friends. That's where a lot of relationships start. I'm on two different male employee resource groups. I feel like sometimes I talk about the RISE conference a lot, but it really just was instrumental to me. Dr. Sharon Hayes did a presentation. It was on mentorship. It was very impactful. And I remember thinking to myself, I want my colleagues to hear this presentation. So I brought it forth to the EID Council last year to say, I think here's an opportunity for me to share a little bit about RISE, I hosted a watch party. I did an introduction and then we watched her presentation from RISE and it was awesome. And I had lots of feedback from it, from colleagues, just on the impact it had on them. I'm trying to think about different ways to be creative because again, I think people are eager to learn and eager to do things as well, but they're just not sure what to do. That's true. That's the biggest question is what can I do? When people ask me that, it's, um, is there something that you're passionate about? What gives you joy? What drives that passion for you? Everyone that I've ever talked to usually has a, an answer for that one. So I usually <laughs> can start steering the conversation a little bit more with that. Some people don't know, but I think it's always important to go and take that time to learn about yourself and learn about the cultures and other experiences. Thank you, Emma and Wendy, for taking action and supporting these efforts. Sharing experiences like these increases our understanding of one another and ultimately contributes to finding connections, belonging, and inclusion at work. For more stories, subscribe to Mayo Clinic Employee Experiences on popular podcast apps.